Welcome back to Broad Spectrum, the podcast where this week we will talk about the new gen gaming, but we will do so in only our underwear. I'm Kev. And I'm Hope. <laughs> let's get to it. I like let's get it on a lot more because that reminds me of MXC and I miss MXC. All right, go ahead. You start her off. Last week we left off on um, bre- breaking the gap between, you know, um, the previous generation of gaming versus, you know, mobile, handheld, uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. All right. Um, so I guess a uh, continuation of this week, I guess, from where we left off last week would be moving into the the, the era of Xbox One and Xbox One X and yeah. PS4, PS4 Pro, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I guess seeing if you guys do remember last week's show, we talked about how there was the great crash of video games in the 80s and then in the 90s video game video gaming started to you know pick back up and move on from there so seeing where we were in the 90s and then seeing where we are today as where you know some consoles these days have the ability well i mean that they not some consoles these days do have the ability to run 60 frames per second on certain games um and just so everyone knows, console people are extremely proud of that. <laughs> yeah, from 30 to 60? Yeah, so they finally moved from... No, it's from... not true 60 at all. Yeah, it's not a true... It's not a steady 60. You might get 60 in a load screen, but... Um, you know, people are excited these days about that. Um, I wish I could say that I was all about the Xbox One. Um, I kind of was for a while. Uh, I... The first Xbox One I had, actually, when did those even come out? They came out, what, 2015? The original Xbox One came out in 2013. The only reason I remember that is because I was a freshman in college, and I sat outside a Target for four and a half. I got there at 4 a.m., and actually, that's how I met uh, Hockey, or Brett, the guy that I work with now. <laughs> Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, I guess yeah, I did get that, and I played um, like Battlefield Four, which was a great game, which was one of those large games. Like I said, and you know how we started to where when people would try to tether their systems together, they would end up more crashing their game than being able to play together. <laughs> that was one of those games that could have you know anywhere from like if you wanted ten people in a lobby up to like sixty four up to. 64 versus 64 other people so that was a great game to start with um another game that i played a lot on xbox one was well destiny d1 the classic the better one of the two and then um yeah back in its heyday when it first released i used to play the shit out of battlefront star wars battlefront yeah yeah that was an amazing game until i feel too many kids and people were complaining. They took it from a skill-based game to just a Casual. let's make it for children, and it just absolutely ruined it for me. So I've never played it since. <laughs> okay, I mean, I think the funniest part for me out of all of all of this like new gen stuff was actually the day that the Xbox One was released. I remember bringing it home. I had to wait like a couple couple hours to get it set up because I had school 
and they wouldn't let me put it on Wi-Fi, so we had to hardwire it. And when I had to hardwire it, they had to authorize that it wasn't someone trying to steal their internet, even though it sucked. And I was always stuck on the the setting where I literally wasn't allowed to play with anyone. And on top of that, my load times for any game at that point in time were so long that it felt like I was playing League of Legends and Challenger. Or, I guess, if you guys don't understand what that means, literally had like 15 to 20 minute wait times for a game. It's great. Yeah, it sounds pretty terrible. What are you telling me? I'm the one that had to sit there. Um, But I also had... uh, I worked at Best Buy for a little bit. And when I was there, I had a PS4 and... The cool part about that was that we had like a a partnered plan where I was able to get, get new games for like $5. So the day that Fallout 4 came out, got that for $5. The day that the Battlefront came out, I got that for $5. Like I, I didn't pay the full price and it was so amazing because Sony had their partnered plan with Best Buy and it was it was great. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. I knew, uh, I knew a guy when I was in the military he worked at Best Buy before he came into the military, and when he joined, he never quit. He yeah. just simply took a leave of absence. So he always had his uh, his Best Buy, yeah, his discount. So like, if I ever needed like a new phone case or something, you just you know buy him a six pack of beer and bring him to Best Buy, and he'll hook you up. So yeah, that's the funny part about it is when I was like when I was working there. Don't get me wrong. I I I I personally abused the hell out of my my discount. Like I bought all kinds of stuff that I probably I didn't really need. And then there were a few times where like I was like, "Holy crap! Is this how much?" And I just bought it. And then I'd give it to somebody or just get, like I don't know. I just had things that I definitely didn't need. Uh, yeah. But that's getting off that's topic. Okay. That's getting yeah, off that's topic okay. a little bit. <laughs> but uh, the, um, yeah, as far as new gen goes, like on the on the Sony side, I wish I could have an opinion about it but the last sony thing i played was the ps3 and to be honest i never even played it i just played skyrim on it because you talk about buying things you don't need when i was stationed in guam um everyone was playing skyrim that was the latest and greatest thing it was sold out on xbox and i asked when they were going to have it and they had no idea they said playstation they said anywhere from 45 to 60 days and i was like oh, all right i'm not going to wait you know, six to eight weeks. So I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> just buy a new console. I just bought a PS3 and I bought Skyrim on that. And I don't know, just the, I mean, maybe it's because I've played Xbox for so long, but I just didn't enjoy, I didn't enjoy the menu. I didn't like the way the, the console. It's, yeah. It's a, com- it's a completely it's... different feel. I understand that. It's too, yeah. it's like, it's like having Android and I- iOS. It's they're two different operating systems completely. Yeah, so, I mean, it was just, it wasn't for me. I didn't necessarily enjoy the feel of it. Um, As far as performance and everything goes, I mean, people can go back and forth on Xbox and PS4. I mean, essentially, they're the same thing, just some different platforms. It's. I think my biggest thing about both of them is that, like, everyone has this giant feud more, but, like, coming from someone that has played literally all the new gen, I played, you know, the PS4, the Xbox One, the One X, the PS4 Pro... Uh, the Switch. I've played on DSs. Like I, I, I've touched everything a few for at least a few hours at a minimum. And I, I, it's sad to say, but there does not seem to be too much of a difference between uh, the consoles, other than uh, the communities. Um, Xbox 
being uh, more competitive uh, and PlayStation feeling like it's more casuals. And if you think that's wrong, I'm sorry. Um, that's coming from someone that actually puts hours into gaming uh, versus a casual gamer that plays two hours a night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, for the Switch, I feel like it's, that's like 100% casuals um, and people that uh, just want to take a load off when they get home from work. <clears throat> and, and I feel like a lot of... I think the reason why Nintendo is still so popular these days is just the nostalgia of playing Nintendo. That's true, but they also have a bunch of like really nice indie games that are not expensive. Like you go on like Xbox or PlayStation, like they have games, but like they don't have those I mean what we were talking about earlier is that like, the gaming crash because people just kept making games and making games and making games. And Nintendo's capitalized on that. Because it's just a bunch of indie games. Like you go to their store and it's just like, well, this is weird. I've never heard of any of these games before. And they're five dollars. So yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I'll have to uh, look into that whole marketplace when I get this this Unity engine down. Yeah, that's gonna, and that's another thing is like just creating games is becoming so much so much easier for people that actually put the time in. I guess because there's just, yeah, I mean, it costs the cost versus you know, it's a little bit more expensive. But okay, yeah. so consoles versus handhelds versus which i also grew mobile into handhelds um mobile gaming is very very large it's, it's yeah especially with like PUBG and fortnite both being on mobile now and pokemon I mean, go like those are yeah some yeah huge i guess pokemon games. go it kind of it was a fad and then it kind of died out and then i'm I not guess gonna now... lie to you it like i've literally gone places and seen people playing pokemon go to this day I was just in a park, like, recording for one of my classes, and I kid you not, there was, like, a group of people walking around still playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, and they, they kind of they kind of did, like, a relaunch not too long ago, like, a and like a revamp on the whole thing. Yeah, I guess. I, I haven't really, like, looked at everything. I just know that people are still playing it. Minecraft just... is still freaking huge on there. It's the number oh, one paid app on iOS right now. Yeah. Obviously, Fortnite's top five. And like I do enjoy PUBG Mobile um for the sheer fact of people just aren't quite terrible. Yeah. And uh usually when I play a PUBG game on mobile, if I don't get top five, it's weird for me. Like I, I've gotten so many uh chicken dinners on PUBG Mobile, it's like it's not even funny. And then most rounds I usually get around Anywhere between ten to seventeen kills, so that's pretty crazy. And then you and play on PC, it's, and it's completely different. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because people can't strafe. Like people don't understand how you can put more than two fingers on a screen to do something in a game. Yeah, that's true. And I think I feel like a lot of it is also like kids playing that uh, they're they don't have a PC, so they don't actually get to experience. And a lot of people uh, would rather, I think pay less or not pay at all i don't remember i don't know if that game costs anything so no i'm pretty sure free. oh yeah so like you don't pay anything on mobile versus paying something for pc or xbox so yeah and i think i think uh one of the biggest uh mobile games or mobile companies that i've seen in a while is uh actually supercell and if you don't know who super lsl is it's the people that made boom beach uh clash royale clash of clans um uh, and that, those games, uh, those well, Clash of Clans and Clash Royale have Clash of Clans has been out for what, a f like at least since I was a senior in high school, so at least 2013. Because I remember playing it back then, and it was in the top five 
of the most uh it wasn't paid. Like when I remember checking the iOS store, it wasn't there's was like paid free and then I forgot what the other one is. They don't have it anymore. Um but it was like I guess like the most money being brought in, most revenue or top revenue maybe. And it was like top five for almost six years. And then Clash Royale and Clash of Clans were top five for five years or, or a few years. So it was ridiculous the amount of money that was being spent on these games. <clears throat> but it's because they also have esports. I know they do because I've seen tournaments and it's ridiculous how good these people actually are and how resourceful they can be in these games. And I guess that's another thing now is like back back five, like five, ten years ago, esports wasn't a huge thing and now it's becoming so large that it's being broadcasted on regu- regular national TV. Well, and if you think about just video gaming and sports these days, I mean, if you look at like the Overwatch League, like a lot of these teams that competed in the Overwatch League are are like owned by some of the owners who own like professional basketball teams and stuff. Because they know, it sounds stupid, but they know where the audience is. They know uh, what's going to make them money and they know how to, you know, it's going to, it's going to be helpful if someone's able to actually pay for it, you know? Yeah. Cause I know that like, what is it? It's uh, the Boston uprising. Aren't they like, is it the Boston uprising that have, or in the Philadelphia fusion, both of them are owned by sports teams, right? Like uh, professional football sports like i can't remember there's a few teams i know there are a few teams though yeah i know uh but the new york excelsior i think they're owned by the knicks that'd be interesting because the excelsior do better than the knicks yeah (laughs) but um yeah i mean it's pretty intense i mean just looking at something you can go on like overwatch league has their own app they have their own website and you'll see just on the website which is standalone from Twitch. They'll have anywhere from 150 to 250,000 people watching. Yeah, just on theirs, and then you also got to transition to Twitch. Yeah, and you'll see on Twitch they have anywhere from, you know, 100,000 to 180,000 people. So I mean, just look at the audience of it. And then their fi- the final for the season one actually ended up being broadcast on ESPN two, ABC, and like a few other channels. And then I know it was broadcasted. You gotta also remember that like there there are teams that are based out of other countries as well. So you've got like uh, England, uh, Shanghai, which is China, Korea. Yeah, Shang- yeah Shanghai Dragons. You got the London. But Spitfire. you gotta remember, like we don't we don't account for any of their views because they don't watch on Twitch. They have their own outlets. So w- what we see is probably like maybe a million views, and then probably a lot more during finals. But when the numbers are probably a lot higher than that. Yeah, you got to look at it worldwide. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about it is you don't actually get to see that, but it's in a world-involving event. And I, I thoroughly enjoy that, even though the Texas teams uh, seem to be letting us down. Houston didn't do too bad. And, like okay, so that's another thing. The Houston team is actually owned by another eSports team. It's Optic Gaming, which is pretty cool that they actually got to keep their green and black colors. I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah, I've always enjoyed watching the Outlaws play. So, so then I guess what we haven't broken into yet in our conversation of of new age gaming is kind of on the subject of what we were just talking about, but PC. I mean, you've been playing on PC for a lot. I mean, I've been playing. I mean, casually. Oh my gosh, this, these dogs drive me nuts. Now you know what I feel like when this thing just bothers yeah. me. Jesse's running. Sorry, guys. 
<laughs> we have uh we have lives all right with pc gaming so i guess i started in 2011 yeah um, and that was when i was playing wow but like all i played was wow and i had like some I had some super crappy computer that when I actually started playing WoW, it eventually crashed my computer to where when I was deployed, I had to go out and buy a new one. So I went out and bought the latest and greatest. Jesus, hang on a second, dude. <laughs> Life of a dog owner. Started in 2011 playing WoW. Uh, WoW ended up crashing the original PC that I had. It was a, a Dell laptop that my parents gave me for graduation. So... It wasn't the greatest, but it lasted me until then. Uh, when I was deployed, uh, WoW crashed that laptop, so I went and bought the latest and greatest Toshiba laptop, which, like, I mean, in its heyday, it was, you know, it was pretty sweet, you know. Like, I, I know, like, all the all the geeks out there were always drooling over my laptop, so, which was quite, you know, which was cool. So, and then I gamed on that for quite a while, and all I gamed on it was... Like I said, was WoW and Minecraft. Like, I have built up a nice little world on Minecraft. But that was it. And then over the years, that laptop took a dump, too. Um, and then I w moved into another laptop that, you know, that Lisette, my wife, had bought me. So, and it, it's still, it was just kind of casual on and off with, with WoW. That was the only game I played on, on PC. I wasn't labeled as a pc player who plays all these different things so although i did play a little starcraft i was just never good at it so it drove me nuts and then fast forward to last year about this time of year i think it was september um that's when i bought my first you know desktop and i was actually built for gaming and i mean ever since then i mean anything and everything i play i anything from you know, first-person shooters to WoW to Overwatch to, you know, when we used to play Escape from Tarkov, um, when we played Imperion. I mean, I still play it, but... Yeah, I haven't gotten on that game in so long. Yeah, yeah, Fortnite. I mean, there's just PUBG. You have so many things that... And if you look at it in the last year that I've played, what's kind of crazy is I never thought that I would be a decent... PC gamer, but it actually turns out that yeah, I'm you not just gotta, bad. You just gotta freaking get into it, and that's the thing for me is like, I had a PC since what was it 24? I built my first PC 2014, I think, and maybe it's 2015. Um, but I didn't even like start using my PC for gaming, like hardcore gaming, until what, like a, a little bit over a year ago, maybe two years ago. And even then, it was just like I felt like I still played. I I played oh, Xbox considerably amount or considerably more than I played PC and looking back on it, I was like I felt like it was such a waste of time. Yeah, see, once I bought my PC, I literally never went back to my Xbox. Yeah, my Xbox sits in my living room, and it's a, some way to use it as a Blu-ray device. That's yeah, my my Xbox, well, my personal Xbox that I used for gaming just sits in its box in a in my TV stand because I bought I, yeah I bought Lisette one of the uh, the Xbox you know the slim ones the small the uh, small yeah, ones, the one so. S 
There, there, there you go, the S. And I bought one of those, and it's it sits in the living room, and that's how we stream. That's it's. You want to watch Netflix? There you go. Turn on the Xbox. That's all it's worth. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty expensive box, but I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong. It's... I mean, kids come over, like nephews, nieces, and stuff, and everyone wants to play games, but it's like, I don't even have games anymore like that. <laughs> I got the Halo Collection Edition. You want to play Halo 1, 2, or 3? <laughs> right. I mean, it's like I could set up my Xbox, but it's been yeah. in a box for close to a year, so I don't even know how long it would take to update. <laughs> I mean, I just leave mine sitting. I have it plugged in so every time i turn it on and watch youtube that's about it yeah i mean once i get my office more up to par and um you know get everything in here the way i want because i want to get a tv so i'll throw a tv in here and then at that point i'll unpack my xbox finally oh i mean i guess it's not gonna be that bad but uh so have you played any VR games? I have not, so I can't really touch on that topic, although VR is like a step ahead of where we're where we're going. Um no, I haven't. I mean my PC is VR capable, but Yeah, same. But I have I haven't um, you know, taken the endeavor of buying like an Oculus headset or anything like that. I mean I think it would be pretty sweet and all. Oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent thousand percent yesterday i mean i just don't know how how it would how it would work do you just start the 3d game on your computer and you throw a headset on that's linked to your tower or how does that work? yeah it's like a little headset device that you connect to it and it and then a lot of them have sensors so they can actually like do like more of a motion so they can see where you're moving to and whatnot gotcha yeah it's not it's a pretty ingenious idea that has been available for a very long time Put it like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely something I will check out. It's just, I don't know. Things like that seem to, I don't know. I've just seen too many funny videos of people sitting in stores trying out VR cool. headsets and falling over and shit. So <laughs> People can't do VR properly. Yeah. Like they're trying to walk and run and they're falling. and Or they get scared. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Those are great. But, um... I mean, it'll be something I'll try, and, you know, in the future, but... Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's not going to be cheap. It's a price tag, so... Yeah, I mean, that's just everything. Everything that's latest and greatest is... You're going to pay for it, so... All right, well, I think that about covers majority of what we were going to talk about. But if I guess if we missed anything or you guys have any questions or want us to talk about anything further, we'd be glad to do so. Just make sure you comment below if you're listening to us, listening to us on uh, anything other than Facebook or YouTube where you can't comment. Uh, make sure you go to our Facebook page or our Twitters, which will be in the descriptions, I believe, um, and, and just add us. Yeah, and be sure to like our page and then if you turn on the notifications of our page you'll be up to date with everything. you'll know when what's we record, going on day to day yeah when we record when everything's going to go live when the, you know when it is live you know etc etc so like the page same it's, thing on, on uh, facebook on youtube I mean, hit that subscribe button push that little bell icon get all yep the- and uh last week we hit 
over 1,100 views on our videos. And that so. was when we started checking it today, so it could be more. Exactly. So, you know, thanks always for the continued support on everything. And, you know, if you're enjoying the show, let us know. If you're not enjoying the show, then let us know what we can do different and what we can, you know, maybe we're not talking about what you want us to talk about or what you're interested in. You know, you just got to, you got to drop that comment in for us. That way, you know, we can tailor our shows to, you know, fit our current audience. So, And if you've made it this far, uh, comment at least comment below saying hashtag this is BS because that's that's a good one we're going to start doing stuff like that every week just because uh, we'd love to see who's made it anyway uh, thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed I'm Kev and I'm Pope and this was Broad Spectrum thanks guys